Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yes, 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 yes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. What's going on, dog? What up, man? Man, it seems like it's been a minute, right? Yes, man. I had put all my stuff up and everything, man. Forgot where it was at. <laughs> yo, yo, it's been a while, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? How you doing? Look, if this is your first time here on The Lion's Den, we talk about all things leadership, growth, and development, and action from the crib. Out in them streets, you know what I'm talking about. So, man, what's your weekend looking like, man? How was your week, man? It was a man. Saturday, I yesterday, I had a day where I didn't do nothing. Oh wow, how did that feel? I don't man, know. I don't know what that, that do. No, man, the last weekend I worked Saturday and Sunday because we had our last ever mm-hmm. River Fest for the city of Clarksville. So, you know, I had to work that, help them out with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of work, man, but a lot of smiling faces went into that. Yeah. Oh. So this week, this Saturday, I'm mad as chill. I ain't do nothing and, you know, Sunday, my normal Sunday routine, going to church and whatnot. Oh, amen. Amen. Everybody, look, let's give them a round of applause. This ain't burnt up yet. You know what I'm saying? Man. Getting it, getting it in. And hey, listen, check this out. Actually, last time we was on, uh, we didn't talk about that. Uh, I actually came down there to, uh, to this All little right. conference. And uh, you actually put me to work at your yeah. job. Yeah, <laughs> man. Look, I didn't think we had a show since then. Yeah, no, man. We, ain't, we were supposed to have one, but then there was a uh, little conflict in that. But, uh, yeah. but no, that was a good time. But so, yeah, I'm, you got to come down and see, you know what I'm saying, the, the Cleman Center firsthand. And it was, you know, it was good that you was able to see. I think you saw the Spanish class. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to see the Spanish class, our mm-hmm. first ever uh, co-op with the local high school in this area, you know, combining them with uh, our after-school kids and Teaching them a little bit about Spanish culture. Man, yeah. That thing, that thing, kind of blew up pretty big all over the place too. Wasn't man. expecting that, huh? Yeah, man. Yo, so, good. so we got a chance to do that. Oh, don't forget, we went to the Jam Rock. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Jamaican. Uh, yeah, that Jamaican uh, buffet. Woo, that was good. That, that, yeah, that man, was, it was good. That's always good to link up with you, man. And uh, we're gonna be doing that real soon. Oh yeah, you know, we got some some uh, some big plans in store. We do, we do, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna have this uh lion's den uncaged. We're getting from behind this little digital joint and gonna get back into your face live in person. All right, so just keep a lookout on that. But anyway, y'all look, we can talk about us forever, but that's not what we're gonna do on today. So, again, if you're just tuning in, first of all, just let us know where you're at right now. Put in the chat if you can hear this voice, let us know where you're at. We're, we want to give you a shout out and hit the share button. All right, don't be funny style. So, again. This is your first time. I want to welcome y'all to another episode here of the Lions Den, right? So we're going to have a very, very nice, thought-provoking, engaging conversation with uh, other change makers, right? Including you. But today, today, we're thrilled to have our guest, Miss Cassandra Hill. She's a holistic wellness influencer, life coach, best-selling author, and renowned speaker, okay? So she's a beacon of hope for many, 
particularly black women, as she has uh, triumphed over systemic lupus, all right, using a regime she developed herself, right? Now, this victory resulted in the birth of Holistic Living Consulting, through which Cassandra has made it her mission to transform the health of Black women by renewing their minds, bodies, souls through all natural approach. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Miss Cassandra Hill. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Miss Lady? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Miss Shelby, how you doing? How you doing? Thank you for tuning in. So go ahead, ma'am. Let everybody know who you are. Who's Miss Cassandra Hill? Hello, everyone. My name's Cassandra Hill, and I call myself the transformation agent for Black women because I envision a world where Black women are healed emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. Mm, okay. All right. Well, no, that's dope. That's dope. Well, look, kick it off, Big Herm. What you got, man? So let's get into that. Uh, what 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 this holistic approach looks like when you talk about the transformation transformation of Black women? Why should a Black woman look to you for this kind of service? You know, I would say one. Look at check me out. Uh, if you're familiar with lupus, especially systemic lupus, systemic lupus is taking black women out, unfortunately, all the time in the US. It's one of the top conditions that black women are dying from. So to say that someone was diagnosed with that and turned that thing around and not just turn it around and laying in bed, but turn it around and living a vibrant life, it should make you want to get on the phone, get on my web, like do something like I need to talk with her and, and see how, how she can change me. Right on. OK, so look, let's stay with that real quick. So could you share with us your personal journey of overcoming that lupus, the systemic lupus and how it led you to creating your holistic living? consultant? Uh, hold on. Can, can I add to that real quick, Seth, if you don't mind? But no, what part? Explain what systemic yeah. lupus is. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. get into that. There we go. So I, I was over there Googling stuff, trying to figure out what that was. That's yeah. a problem. And you know what? We need to make sure we do that so the rest of our audience don't do it too. But go ahead, man. First explain it and then go into the counseling. Sure. A lot of times when people talk about lupus, they think, oh, there's just lupus. But you have systemic, which is widespread. It affects various parts of your body. You have discoid that primarily affects the skin, and you also have nephritis, which attacks the kidneys, and you also have drug-induced lupus that comes from all these medications people are taking and, and the side effects of those medications. So systemic is the one that's widespread, attacks all parts of the body. All right, huh? There we go. So he's good. All right. So now let's go into your actual your coaching piece. Sure. Um, you know, for me, I went misdiagnosed, undiagnosed for almost 10 years. 10 years. I'm going to doctors all over this country. 
and was being treated for being anemic when I actually had systemic lupus. And you're probably thinking like, how in the world does that happen? But the healthcare disparities that exist in the black community is real. And it's not tied to socioeconomic status. It's not tied to education because here I am, I have a master's degree, you know, but in healthcare systems, our voices aren't being heard. And when I finally got the answer, this is what I have and traditional healthcare didn't work. I promised myself if I ever healed that I would do my best to heal as many people as possible, but especially people that looked like me. There you go. So when you was um, searching for the answer, um, what you could possibly be ailing from, did you have an idea that it was lupus or you, you had no idea? And if you didn't have any idea, what if somebody is listening right now, what should they be looking for to be like, hey, maybe that I'm going through the same thing she went through? Yeah, I had no absolute idea uh, that it was lupus. But some things you can look for is if you're having headaches, and I'm not talking about just a headache that you could get rid of with Tylenol. I'm talking about a headache that could last for days at a time. If you're having just severe pain where you're having problems walking, extreme fatigue, or if you notice certain foods, not just upset your stomach, but literally have you sick, nauseated for days at a time, you may want to go to a rheumatologist and request what's called an ANA test and, and see where that takes you. Hmm. Okay. Oh, no, man. Hmm? See, this whole time, man, I thought it was just because my kids was asking me for money. I didn't realize I might have an issue, man. You do. That ain't it, but you do. Anyway, Miss Cassandra, so thank you for being on. Sorry for that, all right? But uh, anyway, thank you for being on. So look, we're talking about being enough, okay? And yeah. If you if, you know you think about the things that we go through as people, right? Men, women, you know, it doesn't matter. What do you think is keeping us from being the best version of ourselves? Do you think it's our own uh, perception of who we are? Do you think it's past traumas? What do you think it is? Self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I think there's so much negative that we're fed. And we start to believe that about ourselves and whatever you believe in your mind, guess what? That's your reality. Um, Herm said he has kids. If he's told his kids Santa is real, I guarantee you right now we're in September. Come after Thanksgiving, those are going to be the best kids because they're like, I already got my list made. This center is real. I want my gifts. Mm -hmm. So I think for a lot of us, even as adults, we believe something because we hear it so much and that affects yeah. how we live our life. 
No, that makes sense because just a couple of uh, shows ago, Herm said he didn't want to be Santa Claus again for the city because he was uh, jolly. Look, man, no. But, uh, <laughs> what I said was, if anybody <laughs> comes to you and say, hey, you want to play Santa Claus this year, that means you didn't reach your fitness goals. That's right. That's what I said, man. Yeah. That, so when they it. came and asked me, I knew that my New Year's resolution didn't work. I did not. Out of line. Yeah. Hey, so look, Herm, what do you think? And ladies and gentlemen, y'all chime in. What do you think stops us from being enough or us thinking that we're enough? Herm, what you think? Man, I think that um, it's a lot of times people say they don't care about what people think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Deion Sanders right now, for example. Deion made a, um, in an interview says, you know, what makes you think I care about what you say about me? You can't make me, so you can't break me, is what he said which is good, nice words. Uh-huh. But every time somebody says something, he's always responding. See? Meaning he cares about what people say. You know what I'm saying? He cares about what people say, and a lot of people do. And I think a lot of that comes, I'm not speaking about Dion, but a lot of times it comes from your own, you know what I'm saying, your own way of seeing yourself. Mm. You might say you mm. see yourself in another way, but you yourself might not even believe it. Mm. And so that's the way you let other people infiltrate your mind to tell you who you are. And since you're so unsure about yourself, you start to adopt that as, man, that's mm-hmm. me, and that angers you, so you lash out. Well, all right. Well, there you go. Well, that makes sense. So, Miss Cassandra, speaking about that, how would you say individuals should be able to differentiate between what people say and what they know about themselves? Well, you know, for me, I'm a woman of faith, and so what I know for I feel every person walking this planet, you know that God made you. So if he made you, he's the only person that can define your worth. It doesn't matter really even what your loved ones think, parents, spouse, kids, period. You know, your worth should come from the creator. And what helps with that is, you know, affirmations, um, provide that emotional support, encouragement, and then just every day keeping that cup full. And I I do um, or I suggest to clients that inventory skill set, just writing down the things that no one else on this earth can do quite like you. Mm-hmm. So now how about this? And I want you to chime on it and you too, Herm. And then you go with your question. So, Miss <clears throat> Cassandra, based off of what you said, right, individuals should lean on to, you know, lean on their faith and not necessarily what individuals tell them, right? And you know what you're supposed to know. However, don't you think it would be difficult as individuals are coming up and they are at a certain age and they are leaning on their home structure or the society or or the structure of their let's say that, you know, their their neighborhood, if you will, and to influence what they already think or don't even think of when it comes down to God, right? Or whoever the higher source is. But in the mix of that, those same individuals that's growing up with you start to project a negative narrative that you low key start to grow up and to believe. So now you almost have to unlearn and re-engineer the whole faith process hopefully that makes sense what do you think about that oh yeah it's real and and can i tell you i'm super familiar with that from personal experience Mm -hmm. you know when you grow up and, and i'm just being 
transparent here. When you grow up, first generation college student, first generation entrepreneur, you're going to hear that, um, I don't know. And part of changing that mindset, as you mentioned, the circle, the people in your environment, that might mean easing back. You know, you don't have to be around those people all the time. When you're working on your mindset, it's real important to get comfortable by yourself. You know, sometimes you you have to do like that butterfly. Butterfly has to go into that cocoon, mm -hmm. do the work, and then come out as mm -hmm. a gorgeous butterfly. So that's one of the things I would suggest. Ease back from your circle mm -hmm. so you can focus on that positive mindset. That makes sense. What you think, Herm? I think I, I, I wanted to go on leaning in the faith and listening to God, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I agree with that. But here's one thing, though. Um, some people are delusional about what God tells them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or, and, hold on, is it delusional uh, a delusional about what God's tell them or they think that it's God's voice? That's what I'm saying. It's, that's okay. all to say. It's like okay. delusion. You know what I mean? Like, you think that's God telling you. You say that that's God telling you something, but that might just be your own desire. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. how are you how are you making a difference between the two? I'm going to give you an example. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people tell me one thing, but God told me I'm dark skinned. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else is trying to tell me that I'm not. So uh, am I So here, this we're going to do this ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep it real, man. Minute, okay? As as we're transitioning into being enough and just in delusion. That's an mm -hmm. example of that right then and there okay so we, we we're not gonna spend too much time on that because we see how it got all right now her you want to ask her well, let's get what i was saying would yeah. you do that yeah i'm sorry my bad you know I me mean? yeah check I it so you so so how do you so how do you talk when you talk to somebody as a life coach right and they tell you this is what god want from me and you listen like he say god want for me to pursue a rap career and then you listen to them like i don't know if god really told you that because you really ain't got it like that but yeah. they swear up and down that's what's god telling them mm -hmm. i know you've ran into people that man are you sure that's god telling you that so how do you handle that you know the first thing i would say a lot of times you're right we're not listening you know you have to listen so i always encourage um, the people I work with, or even if I'm just having a casual conversation with someone, give yourself at least 20 minutes a day where after you've prayed, you just sit still and you're listening. You're not listening to no TV. You're not listening. You're just sitting still listening. And that helps. And it's not something you could do just every now and then. I really recommend doing it on a daily basis. So that way it becomes clear that, okay, this is God giving me direction. And then another thing that helps, you know, God, every good and perfect gift is from God. So if he wants you to do something, he wants you to operate in excellence. So you will want to focus on your strength. 
And, and so whether this taking like a Clifton strengths test or some type of test to get clarity on what you're great at. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, here, how about this? And ladies and gentlemen, hopefully y'all enjoying this context. We're talking about being enough. What's going on? What's going on? We got an A-man who said that. Y'all put your name up in there. Miss Mary, she says, how the public perceives us. Personally, I think those types of people are bougie to me. And I'm quote unquote me. And oh, well, if you don't like it, absolutely. So, and then we also have Miss Felicia. She says, I had to ask God to to quiet, excuse me, my ego and let me hear him clearly. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, let me, let me throw this at you. Okay. I believe the whole journey is the journey to where you need to be. Some individuals right now, like for example, o Oprah was not Oprah when she was Oprah, if that makes sense. Okay. There had to be certain steps trials, errors, right? Ebbs and flows in order to develop. So I what, what I hope individuals can take from this is you are already enough currently. Now, the things that you are doing have to develop from a realm of zero. And what I mean by that is you not having something and then you developing and having something. You're not just going to arbitrarily, boom, that's mine and I've arrived. There's no such thing. I believe now, and, and honestly, hey, y'all let me know, chime in. Am I off mark or what you think? Big Herm, what you think, bro? Man, I think some people ain't enough. You know what, what I'm saying? I think some hey, people ain't, hold on. Uh, or, or, or living their best life. Well, I think some people, I know y'all know them ain't living up to their full potential. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know you you look at them and you, and you say, man, you are living to eventually have your kid take care of you one day. You know what I'm saying? You you out there about to be homeless. I mean, there's there's certain things. Sometimes you got to tell people the truth, like the way the pattern, the way you live in your life. You know what I'm saying? Whether you tied to an addiction or you tied to, you know, what I'm saying a toxic relationship or you tied to, you know, you know, not fulfilling everything you need to at your job. So you working dead end jobs. Sometimes that's not enough. You, you are not you're not doing enough and that's making you not enough. And huh. if you don't tell them the truth. You know what I'm saying? Soon they're going to be too old to make a change, make a, a real impactful change in their life and have to depend on somebody for her. All right, Miss Cassandra. And I hear you now, Miss Cassandra. What do you think? Do you think that's our responsibility to let them know, hey, you're not enough yet? You know, I think I, I get Herm's point and, and I'm definitely a keep it real type woman. You know, I I like to say you have growth opportunities because I feel each individual, like I said, your worth is defined mm -hmm. in, in God. But yes, you are making life choices that if you do not correct, you're on a one way street headed to nowhere. Mm -hmm. And yes, if, if you really care about somebody and you love somebody, you need to tell them because that's the problem. That's what's going on in our world right now. Behaviors that are unacceptable, just not acceptable at all. Um, perfect example. Did you guys hear about what happened at a den um, Denny's? These two truck drivers went in there just trying to get some breakfast, taking a break from the road. They're the only 
people of color in this Denny's and some of the people looking at them, you know, kind of strange. No one says anything about them looking at these guys strange and then end up Raider comes over and says, hey, you have to get out of here. We don't want you dining with us. But what if, what if you were sitting at the table with someone and you noticed that they're looking at these people strange? What if he was like, hey, that's not cool. Mm. Now, that's a can of worms. I don't know if I got a bucket big enough for us to dive into because um, I personally don't know. Look, if if if, if that's what was this Waffle House? You said Denny's. Okay. Denny's. So look, yeah. if this Denny's that wouldn't that, happen, that wouldn't happen at Waffle House. No, you're right. Because yeah. <laughs> so here it is. If it was if that Denny's was that out of line, I probably wouldn't even be there to tell them they shouldn't even be there. You dig? Or to, yeah. to say something. But I do get your point. But now I think that that's a difference when individuals are willing to say what's right and having to say what's right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I love to tell people, hey, this is what I suggest, right? Versus what people should do with their lives. Because ultimately, and let's let's keep it real, ladies and gentlemen, whose life are we living? So when we see someone going in a, in a different direction, we may know, or take that back, we may assume we know their potential, but what if they are giving their best? Then, then, then I might well go ahead and get them a couch ready for when they when they ask me to live somewhere. You know what I mean? But cause I do get what you're saying, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some people are really not mentally capable. You know what I mean? So what do you do about that? But when we talk about being enough, if you can't tell them the truth from your perspective, right? If they say, hey, you think I'm on the right track? Hell no, man. You're not even in the race. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You, you know we're near the track, man. Like I didn't know you was in in the in the competition, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what right, I mean. Because of the track record, right? I get it. Yeah, but but I do agree. Like, how do you know what they want for their life? That's right. I understand that part too. So if you if you say, man, all I want for my life is to live on the streets, then right now you are enough. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me that you know what I'm saying, I, I want I want to live a life where I can sustain a good life and all that, and you're not living accordingly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, from what I'm seeing you doing, uh-huh. either you have some kind of problem, you're blowing your money on this or that. Yeah, I got to tell you, like, look, man, you're not going to be able to sustain this yeah. and you're going to end up on your ass. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, look, that's fair. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about being enough. Now we're about to transition to not just being uh, or just having an aptitude. Now we're going to talk about the physical attributes. Okay. Uh-huh being enough and in society's view because ultimately that's what we're talking about right we're on social media this is a way this is a medium right us having this conversation but then how do we grow from it okay what do like how do we uh differentiate between having a preference and body shaming yeah you see can that person be enough and is your preference enough? So, Miss Cassandra, we were talking a little bit about this backstage, okay? And Herm talked about how uh, sexy he was or something crazy. And we're talking about his delusion again. But in, in this context, right, in this context, we're talking about 
being enough and even your preference for other individuals or different situations is enough. How do you uh, articulate that to individuals that feel as though they should want or have desires for something else that's not necessarily theirs because of social media uh, or social pressures? You know, this social media world, it is crazy. And if you listen to what people say, what people think, you will literally be somewhere locked up in a mental health institution. And so one thing I recommend is, you know, you just being comfortable showing up as your authentic self, you know, um, whether that's, you know, sometimes I get backlash, like, oh, you're a professional. Why do you wear the braids? Why do you? Guess what? I don't give what you think. <laughs> I do this because I like it. It works for me. And if you don't like it, you don't pay to get my hair done. So you have zero say, you know, so just being real with yourself and and the naysayers kicking them to the curb that that really helps in the in the social media world yeah i hear you go ahead Herm. go ahead what you think but also in this world in this false reality right a lot of times it's a double standard when it comes to who can have a preference you know what i'm saying a woman could say they want a man a certain height a certain bill a certain skin complexion you know what i mean i like my men dark skin they could say that you know what I'm saying? They, uh, they got to have this kind of money. They can say all these things as a preference. But if a man says one thing about, hey, you know, yeah, I like a light-skinned woman. Oh, hell, you hate your mama. You must hate your black-ass mama then. You know what I mean? Or they, they got to be a certain way. Oh, you must be gay. It's like everything must be something wrong with the man if he has a preference. You know what I mean? It's like, how come you can have a preference or list of what a man, it's like you building a man in, in a warehouse somewhere. Like, you got to have all this stuff. But if a man says one thing, you know what I'm saying, about his preference, then, you know what I'm saying, all best is off. Mm. So who said that's not true? Who is this? Yeah, somebody put, I need your, name to put your name to that because uh, I need you to chime <laughs> in and tell me how you feel like that's not true. But go ahead. Speak on that, Mr. Cassandra. What you think? You know what? And some of my sisters, y'all might get mad at me. However... Yes, some women, not all, but some women are like that. And honestly, I think it comes from a place of being desperate <laughs> and scarcity. Because honestly, like me, I'm single. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're single and, and you're looking for a certain type of man, and and if you have a scarcity mindset and, and you think, oh, there's just not a lot of, you know, uh, a certain caliber of man available, you know, when you hear a black man say, oh, I want a woman who's this, this and this, I think it can get in your feelings a little more than it should but um just focus on there is no scarcity what's for you is for you the right person at the right time and you just gotta believe it but i think for some women 
it triggers that, and, and that's why you know that may hurt your feelings a little bit. Mm. I, like, I like that. Let me respond to Zena real quick. Okay, got all love for Zena, and, and I see why Zena might say that. You know what I mean? I, I really do. I know Zena's husband don't play that stuff. But anything, anyway, Zena, congratulations. You know what I'm talking about. Congratulations. Much love to you. And I I know what you're talking about. I get what you're talking about. So this is what I would say. Well, first, I'm going to hit, hit this up, Miss Mary. She says, so, Seth, keep in mind that September is Suicide Awareness Month. Personally, you have to be strong in you. All right? Shake them haters and make them your motivators. Yes, I believe that, but I tell you one thing, it's easier said than done, you're right? Mm -hmm. You're talking about resilience. There's an old adage that says resilience is being able to bounce back, but check this out. In order to bounce back, you got to hit something first, right? Right, And so that is not easy. And sometimes those hits aren't as uh, recoverable as everybody, you know, make them to be, right? So, yeah. you you know, people are going to come at you so many different ways, mm -hmm. but when you're talking about preference and, you know, shaming and, and, and everything and, and having that, you know, and being enough, you have to find something, I believe, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, you have to find an anchor, right? Uh, find an anchor and hold on to it. And, or if you put it up, remember where it's at, because you're going to be tested all the time. And then you're going to be judged. You're going to be categorized. And keep this in mind, Herm, you know how I was. We're in the military, right? Was in the military. So we did not own that institution. So it wasn't what we thought we were enough. It mm -hmm. was what the perception was on that EPR that says, no, you're, you're not yeah, really. You're not that. You see what I'm saying? You're not that. So how do we, and ladies and gentlemen, y'all chime in with this, and you too, Miss Cassandra, based off of society norms, but when it's in line with your occupation, you think you're going hard, unless you own it, all right? Unless you're the CEO of this occupation, you think you're going hard, but now you have to bring yourself up to the standard of man. which you've applied to. It's got to be tough, man. It's got is when you don't fit into what society says you're supposed to be, mm -hmm. or you don't think the way society uh, thinks you're supposed to think, mm -hmm. then it feels like you're just constantly getting beat up on your beliefs, your looks, mm -hmm. how you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I know it's easy to say, you know, like, hey, just, you know, brush them off. I don't care about what they think. <laughs> but after a while, man, some of that stuff starts to seep in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm not, you know what I'm saying, what I think I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got all these people coming at me talking about my job performance, talking about my weight, you know what I mean? Talking about this, that, and the third. And that starts to break you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times people say, you know, you, you got to just, it's almost impossible. Like, it's almost impossible yeah. to have that kind of shield to be like, That's none right. of it's going to get through. All the time, because we're human. So, Miss Cassandra, this is what I would say, uh, ask you. When does it get to the point where the beat down and the breakdown turns into a build up because not everybody transitioned the same way to use that same negative energy as power. You get what I'm saying to propel. So how would you suggest that individuals, um, you know, uh, uh, hone that energy to move forward? Yeah. You know, it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park, you know, two things that I did, because I get it. I worked in corporate America to where, although I was a top performer in, in 
my career, I still got a lot of negative comments, still got called racial slurs and just the whole thing. Um, but one of the things that really helped in turning it the thing around was, believe it or not, taking a walk every day. Because anytime we're doing some physical activity, it releases those feel-good hormones. So for anyone who's in a stressful, challenging situation, I recommend just doing that, like 30 minutes on your lunch break even. Just taking up a, a little power walk, you will be surprised. And another thing I found really helpful is meditation. I mean, whoa, goodness. Um, if you don't meditate, you are missing out on so many benefits. It helps with feelings of anxiousness, depression. YouTube has so many free videos on meditation that those are two actions I recommend anyone who finds themselves in a stressful, challenging environment. Add that to you, your routine. Okay. I can dig it. Go ahead, Har. Every time I try to meditate, I end up falling asleep. So I don't know. Am I not doing it right? Well, like, is it like a breathing method or something? Because every time I close my eyes and do it, I'm waking up the next day. Well, you know, wait, 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 wait Miss Cassandra, don't answer that. Please. Why? No, I'm trying to get tips on how. How don't do you? Do don't fall. Miss Cassandra, can you tell me, please? To it. I've been real. trying to meditate. That ain't real, especially <laughs> when my wife talking. I'll be trying to meditate. You like your basic training, bro. You got to stand there with your eyes open and fall asleep. You ain't master that. How so, to okay, so you know, you meditate with your eyes open. No, you have to in different situations. I thought we got to be with eyes closed and your hands like this or something like what is, what is going on? Like, what do we do? Go ahead, Miss Cassandra. If you don't mind giving tips on different types of meditation, especially for this nutcase. Well, one, if you're really, truly trying to do some meditation and you're falling asleep, that means you don't have enough energy. So I would say increase your vitamin C intake, um, things like mango, strawberries, kiwi, even bell pepper, things like that. Boost what, about monster what about monster energy drinks? That is not it. That is not it. You monstering your way to a heart attack with a monster energy drink. And don't come after me, monster, but <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Get more vitamin C so you can have some energy because you shouldn't be falling asleep just because you're closing your eyes in meditation. But self's right. There are meditations you can do with your eyes open as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it varies. I like to have my eyes closed because I'm just like that. But yeah, maybe you need to start off with having your eyes wide so, open until we get that energy up. And no and no joke, you know, so I was kidding earlier, but no like what what are, what are people getting out of meditation? Like when people med like say somebody's never meditated before. And honestly when you think of when somebody that never meditated before they think okay I'm just sitting still and not doing nothing. 
what are they getting? Why would they need to meditate? And what are they going to get from that? You know well, what I'm saying? And how should somebody start? Okay, hold on. So let me just push back a little bit. If a person say they about to do something and they don't know what they're getting out of it, then they going they doing it backwards. They put well, yeah, what I'm saying is like, yeah, but like why like you know what I'm saying? Just like why why would somebody need to, to meditate? Like what 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 is a symptom? Like, you know what? Maybe meditation is what I need to start doing. Anxiety, stress, you know what I'm about? yeah, it does, but I mean, yeah, 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 depression, all of that. All of that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think that individuals, and Miss Cassandra, you can correct me if I'm wrong or, you know, add to it. <clears throat> there are so many different modes or ways that you can get to your center. Ultimately, that's what you're trying to do. Find your center and then, you know, find that, find that peace and quiet that mind. Quiet that, uh, you know, that 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 inner hater in you that's saying what you can't do, right? Or, or those negative beliefs and everything. What you think, Miss Cassandra? You hit the nail on the head, self. That's what meditation is all about. Keeping you balanced, keeping you centered, keeping you in alignment. Because guess what? You're with yourself 24-7, 365. And if you don't fully know you, every relationship, whether it's work, whether it's relationship with your loved ones, will be off center. So if you find yourself like a little snappy for no reason at all, if you find that sometimes people shy away from being around you, consider some meditation in your life. Mm. Go ahead, Herm. Here's a little. Well, look, first, before wait, before we go into that, hold on, before we go into that. I do want to acknowledge uh, a couple of things. So, Miss Mary, thank you for your service. She says, so being a veteran for uh, from the Army, uh, nine, uh, 90 to 11, society is nothing in caps like the military. <clears throat> That's why so many veterans have a hard time adjusting. Miss Shelby says, make a plan, connect with resources to prepare you to reach goals, right? Work hard, stay focused, surround yourself with uh, encouragement and pray. And trust God. Now, it's for you, Big Herm. All she has to say is, "How about them cowboys?" Personally, I do. I don't do meditation. I think it's whack to me. <laughs> so I just uh, get on my knees and pray. God is the answer. Ain't that meditation? It, it, so, so it all depends, man, on, on what hey, side of Mississippi you from. Check, I guess. check this out. Here's one thing I will say. Cowboys fans always talk that noise in the beginning of the season, man. All I want to say is y'all always win in the beginning, and at the end it's going to be the same result because y'all got Dak Prescott for a quarterback. So, Miss Mary, much love to you, but you know what I'm saying? I enjoy the ride now, but the Cowboys are still going to Cowboy. You know what I mean? What, what you what, what you saying, Miss Cassandra? Ayo, <laughs> I'm not with the Cowboys. I'm sorry, Miss Mary. Thank you for tuning in. And y'all probably not gonna like me, but my cousin plays for the New York Giants, so I am a Giants fan. Uh, that's family, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hey, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about here being enough. What does that look like? All right, what wait, hold on, watch this. What does that look like for you? Because I believe the issue is individuals try to 
connect a narrative that's not in line with them. You see what I'm saying? They try to, it's like they try to keep up with the Joneses and the Joneses don't even live next door. Hey, the Joneses ain't even in your neighborhood. What you talking about? Like, you don't know, you, that's not the part of your life. So when do you align yourself with your natural, right, purpose and in life, right? How do you do that? Ladies and gentlemen, y'all let me know, how do y'all do that? And who are, who are your, let's say, for example, your board of directors? Right. Who are the individuals that's around you, that's supporting you, that's a holding you accountable like Herm. He's one of mine. And we go back and forth like, hey, you're doing this, you're doing this. Boo, boo, boo. We do that. What do you do to hold yourself accountable to be enough? Miss Cassandra, what would you say individuals should do or could do? You know, it's so important to have that inner circle. Um, I have an inner circle of boss women, um, my girl, Angela. Brittany, other boss women who are doing incredible things in the world. And guess what? If I'm slacking, they will definitely let me know like, hey, let's course correct. You know, that's important. Your network, we already know it determines your net worth, but it determines so many other things in life as well. Um, so building that inner circle doesn't have to be a lot of people quality versus quantity so i highly recommend that um that's a game changer that inner circle and then reading mm. reading is so important i feel especially and i almost safe to say this but we as black people we need to read more they put so much information in books because a lot of us do not read. Read. Leaders, read. Gain information, gain knowledge. Leaders are readers. So, Big Herm, speaking of that as we're transitioning, what is your thoughts about that, sir? <clears throat> Outside of your circle, right? But uh, of your circle of influence. I is that why you muted? You mute yourself on purpose? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Yeah, we got you. Man, I'm having technical difficulties over here. Mm -hmm. Can you something, hear me now still? Something you ain't read yeah. over there to, to make sure. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You know what I mean? But check it out. Um, I think when it talks about being enough, right? Uh -huh. um, it's a personal journey. The key word is being personal. So yeah. if you could sit, when you sit down, you know what I'm saying, and and and, and and reflect on who you are as a person, who you are to the people that depend on you, and you feel like, man, you are doing you are doing a good job. You know what I mean? Everybody's not one for nothing. There's always like uh like Miss Cassandra said, room for growth. I think that's what she said. There's always room for growth, but you know what I'm saying. For the most part, you handling your business, right? It's a personal view, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you the only one that can look at that receipt and understand if you could pay that. Damn, I'm I'm so tight off the top of the dome. You know what I'm saying? You the only one that's gonna look at that receipt and be like, Yeah, I got that. You know what I mean? That that makes sense. That was horrible, bro. Okay, wait, but, wait. I, I, but because I know you I get it. I don't think the rest of the world get it, but I think they will. They have to rewind. Hey, they're gonna reflect back on it and be like, damn, you really spit something right there. There right? you go. I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. But uh <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying is 
it's a personal thing, man. People are always going to have their opinions. Even I might have an opinion on somebody's life, like I talked about earlier. Uh-huh. But if you could sit within yourself and be like, you know what, I'm doing enough for me, then, hey, then you're being enough. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Whether it's living under a bridge or, you know what I'm saying, or living in a, in a, in a, in a 23-bedroom mansion. Yeah. Only you could say if you are being enough, right? Yeah. Let's get back. Let's get to this reading. No, no, no. no. Read, man. Say what now? So look, hold on, hold on. We, look, we're going to talk about that in a minute. First, we're going to talk about uh, Miss Cassandra's book. He's restored. He restored my soul triumph through adversity. Do you mind talking about that? What is that about, ma'am? Sure. You know, I was inspired to write. Um, I have, was going through a divorce, had lost a baby, and and dealing with all that, I knew that I needed God more than ever in my life. And so every day I would just open God's word, whatever scripture spoke to me, I would write that scripture and write my thoughts. And wow, those writings went from laptop to laptop for, I know probably at least six, maybe seven years. Um, before it became the devotional, he was still of my soul, triumph through adversity. Um, the book was written from me going through my healing and now being able to share that with the world. Um, but it doesn't matter what we go through. You can heal because there's something within you. You just have to pull it out, ask the right questions to yourself, and have a, I believe, a firm faith in God, and and you can be healed from whatever situation. And so that's what He was store of my soul, triumph through adversity, does for for the reader. Okay, nice. So here it is. So, uh, in your book. What key message do you want readers to take away about holistic living and wellness? You know, I would say um, the key message for wellness is that wellness isn't drinking a green smoothie, although I love green smoothies. Wellness starts here within you. Because I know people who do that. I have clients I've worked with who live in this organic life, doing all the smoothies, all that stuff, and still not healthy because they haven't focused on the mindset and they haven't done the work within themselves. So being holistic starts with focusing on the emotional, mental aspects of your life. Right on. Right on. I get you. Go ahead, Big Herm. What's your what's your word, man? Hey, so um, first things first, I want to say thank you, Miss Cassandra, for coming on to the show. Right. Um, when we talk about being enough, you know, the, the world is gonna beat you up enough. When it's a self-reflection when you're talking about being enough. So if you feel like, again, like I said before, that you are doing right by the people that depend on you and you're doing right by by yourself, it doesn't mean you're a perfect person. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody has room to, to improve. But you don't have to conform to every single uh, social media post that says this is what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the man that pays all the bills. You're supposed to be, the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the woman that brings your man a plate. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever new trend it is that they're talking about online. You don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't have to do that. What, what you got to focus on is do I make myself happy and do the people around me that depend on me, my kids, my spouse, are they happy with the way that I treat them and the way that I show them love? Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to Facebook to figure out if I'm doing it right. Mm. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Miss Cassandra, so I got you here. You know, you finally came on in. Would you let individuals know where they can find you? And also talk a little bit about your uh, your upcoming boot camp. Sure. You can find me, CassandraRHill.com, my website, CassandraRHill.com. And upcoming boot camp, Goal Achieving in 2024 and beyond. It's a virtual event. In that event, you will get the tips, the tools, the best practices you need to learn in setting goals that matter. And then not just setting them, but achieving them. Because we're done making New Year's resolutions just to the next month, you've forgotten about them. So learn more about the goal achieving in 2024 and beyond. If you're here on Facebook right now, if you head on over to my Facebook page, Cassandra Hill, Hill of Women, you can learn about that event. And there's the link to register for that. CassandraRHill.com is where you can find me. And I want to thank Self and Big Home for inviting me to the Lines Den. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. look, it was an honor. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go and follow Miss uh, Cassandra. And also, too, you can follow her. Let me, let's do this <clears throat> so everybody can see this. Right. You can follow Herm at, at Herman Brown. Right. And you can Herman follow Brown three. I need to add a three on the end of it. Is it three? Is it just is it the number three or the. Yeah. La, la, la. OK. Y'all hear that right. Herman Brown, the third three. Right. Or and then you can follow me to set the speaker. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been an outstanding show. Thank you all for being here. Make sure that you subscribe. You follow us. You follow Miss Cassandra. We got a lot more stuff in in store for y'all. But hey, when we're talking about being enough, check it out. If they don't like you, it's okay. You dig? Because hey, what what, what do you say? If you didn't make me, you can't break me. Right. (laughs) Look, check it out. It's easier said than done. Make sure that you surround yourself with individuals that are in line with you and that can help you along this crazy journey. Because you know what? It's other individuals in your journey that want to derail you from where you want to be. Right. So those individuals that's in line with you, they know that you're enough, but they're not going to let you do what? Settle. You understand? That's the difference. Being enough 
and settling because if everything around you is changing even the food in your refrigerator right now going old you you dig what i'm saying you're getting older so how about you grow and become better but don't stay stagnant ladies and gentlemen this is the lion's den with seth we're gonna see y'all soon on the flip-flop right on right on later titans whatever we hope you enjoyed today's show make sure to listen to the show on google Podcasts, spotify breaker and radio public where you can subscribe or via rss so you'll never miss a show while you're at it if you like or dislike this episode we'd appreciate your feedback on facebook at www.facebook.com slash lionscast check out the book the black collar mindset the art of strategic thinking on amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.